and welcome to Bad Wed and Behead, a podcast where two best friends drink and discuss which characters they want to send to the bedroom, to the altar, or to the gallows. My name is Meg. And I'm Carla. Each week, we select three characters from a movie, show, or book and argue whether they deserve a ring, a fling, or murder. <laughs> while discussing what we like or don't about each. Downton girl, she's been living in her simple world until misfortune it starts to arrive. When the Titanic ship just takes a dive, she starts to cry. And though I'm talking about three girls and not just one, okay, not girls, they're women who like to one. Except Sophie, yes, except Sophie, just Mary and Edith, partly cause Sophie's dead. What the hell, Downton? That was really messed up. Bye bye, Downton song. Bye bye, Downton song. So, I have a quick question about your lovely song. <laughs> Who's Sophie? Oh, God, I knew I got her name wrong. <laughs> Welcome to Bed Wednesday Head. <laughs> I'm Meg. And I'm Carla. That's Carla. <laughs> and we're going to do something. We're going to have a quickie. Because one of us, I'm not going to name names, but it was definitely me, underestimated <laughs> how much impact a kitchen renovation would have on their lives. And I just don't have, I, I don't have time in my life to edit. So we're doing a down and dirty quickie of Bed Wednesday Head. And I'm not sure if you could tell by her amazing song, but Carla has not actually seen all of Downton Abbey. I've seen the three seasons that matter. There will be spoilers throughout the whole thing, but yeah, Carla noped out at the end of season three. Um, and... They killed off the two best characters in quick succession, and I decided, what's the point? See, some of us like pain. Yeah. Some of us don't. But, like, there's only so much that a heart can take, okay? That's true. Um, I have seen all of them, I all the seasons. I've seen the movie. I will watch the next movie when it comes out. Okay, we get it, Meg. You watch TV. I'm garbage. <laughs> um, so it's going to be a little bit different. Carla's basically going to talk about her thoughts on the three characters that we are playing with, which um, we are playing with... God damn it, where did it go? We are playing with the Crawley sisters, so... We're playing with Lady Sybil, who you is mean played by Sophie? Jessica Brown. <laughs> We're playing with Sophie, <laughs> played by Jessica Brown, Finlay, or as Carla calls her, Jennifer Black. I don't know a different thing for Finley. <laughs> Finland. <laughs> Finland. Right there. there we go. It was right there staring Jennifer me in the Black, face. Jennifer Black. Rock. Finland. Jennifer Black Finn Rock Um, actually Jessica Brown Finley we're playing with Mary Crawley who is played by Michelle Dockery and Lady Edith Crawley played by Laura Carmichael before we get into that too much though Carla what are you drinking some fancy schmancy port or some shit to celebrate the Downton sisters so I haven't replenished my my alcohols in my house. However, I did have this bottle of a wine called Puppy. And I was like, nice. all right, Puppy, let's do this. 
and do this puppy. Puppy did not steer me wrong. Should have saved that for when we started talking about like Robert Crowley and the dads <laughs> of Downton. The Downton. Puppies. We are doing. We are doing a Lord of the Rings episode coming up, and I have been thinking of. <laughs> we could do probably seventeen episodes. Yes, we could, and not repeat characters. And not repeat characters, but I have been very enthusiastic about some of. <laughs> yes, some um, of one of Meg's best suggestions was doing the Ents. Yes, the Ents, because <laughs> they'll take their time. <laughs> <laughs> but no what, are, what, what are you drinking, Meg? Um, so I forgot I had this bottle of wine on my patio porch. <gasps> And I found it, and I was very excited. But it's not, like, super old or anything. And by very excited, I mean, ooh, cold wine. Because <laughs> uh, it's Dark Horse Rosé. Ooh. And it was on closeout, and I bought it because I had family visiting. And then I forgot that it was here while the people who drink rosé were here. <laughs> it was a secret plot to keep it all to yourself. Rosé, Jose! <laughs> no God. way, rosé, Jose! Oh, I love you so much. I just have to say that to myself over and over again. I love you so much. Yeah, just keep repeating that. <laughs> Remember the years that you've invested into this Yes, friendship. exactly. I can't, I, I just can't trade another one. That's what my husband you likes can't. to say sometimes. He's like, you know, I, I'm never going to leave you because when am I going to have the time to train another one? And I'm like, okay. Exactly. That's fair. Because I, I also I like, say that he's I trained. like to be here and around and in and, and your glowing presence because of your laziness and lack of time <laughs> to train a new friend. Well, I mean, because like, <laughs> just so nobody's like, ew, your husband's disgusting. I told him that he came pre-trained because I'm his second wife. So he came already trained for marriage. So that's yes. where that all came from. <laughs> and I'm just trash. <laughs> um <laughs> All right, so Carla, give me your three-season breakdown okay. of the Crawley sisters, and I'll tell you when you're wrong. Okay, well, here's the thing. The three seasons were the only seasons that mattered. Let's just, you know, once Matthew dies, what the hell is the point of everything else? You know, it's bad enough that Sybil dies. That was awful and traumatic and How dare those actors want to go do new stuff? They can go do new stuff, but, like, maybe, <laughs> maybe they, they can just, like... <laughs> leave just you know like oh hey i am going to i don't know whatever but okay so that was my thing with with sybil you know like as as the case often is with characters who are young and who die unexpectedly and suddenly it's mostly like the lack the the waste of potential because Mm-hmm. You go from, you know, you get invested in a character who is so wonderful, like Sybil was, because she was very independent. She was a woman of her time in that she was embracing this women's liberation stuff. And, you know, she was protesting for the right to vote. And she decided, okay, well, I'm going to wear pants because guess what? They're comfortable. And her husband's like, oh, I'm scandalized because women's legs should never be shown, but they should always be together in the same casing. I mean, I don't like wearing pants. <laughs> okay, but we're talking about, like, wearing something to go outside. You can't just go out in your underwear all the time, Meg. Says who? <laughs> Probably says, like, a few laws. <laughs> If I marry an ant, I mean, like I, I don't live, I don't live in Wisconsin. Yeah, if you marry an ant, then go ahead and go pantsless as much as you want. They don't really care one way or the other. But I, I don't know about laws in Wisconsin. However, I'm pretty sure that they also frown on just you know letting lips loose 
wherever you feel like freaking lips loose oh my Meg. god you said underwear you said <laughs> underwear i, I can be like it's a bathing suit and they're like it's a thong I'm like so well meg sometimes if you were i also would not in reverse it also doesn't anyway what okay <laughs> short remember quick i know yes so we're gonna try but we're gonna <laughs> But yeah, so I love Sybil. I thought she was fantastic. So yes, it's it was really abrupt, and you know the the, the way that the road were off was actually not terrible because yes, women dying in labor or you know people who give birth dying in labor is a thing. It exists. It is not gone from the world, and yeah, it's horrible, but it, it it's not. Like a science fiction fantasy kind of thing. You know, she didn't get beamed up. It also didn't... Yeah, it didn't feel like it was, like... Because so often when you see women die, especially, like, really popular women, and I think with Sybil, everyone could... We, as an audience, can relate to her the most because she has kind of the most modern mentality and attitude about things. She's very progressive, especially for 1912 to... God, I can't remember when she died. It's, like, 19... 16, I want to say. I think... It, no, it's after World War One, so probably 1919, 1920. Mm-hmm. Time is very messed up in in Downton. It starts at, at right after the Titanic sinks, and now I swear to God they're in 1980, and everyone is the same age. Um, but I think what was interesting is it was a very realistic kind of death. It mm-hmm. wasn't. I didn't feel like it was fridging for necessarily for man pain, but it did really push the story forward. It really made, especially her dad Robert, kind of face his own snobbery mm-hmm. and what it costs to not listen to the quote-unquote country bumpkin doctor over, you know, because this guy has a big name and he's famous and everything like that. And his own arrogance basically killed his daughter. Right. But then to see how it almost destroyed their entire family, because Sybil really was the best of all of them. She was just this light. She was just so sassy. She didn't care about class nearly as much. She was very threatening. She was really forcing the rest of her family to get out of their comfort zone. Yeah. And then and then she dies. Yeah. And like one of the most heartbreaking things ever. This is one of the few shows I didn't get spoiled on deaths before I saw them. And I was just like, <gasps> oh, God. Yeah, it's really awful. It's, it's awful. But again, you know, like, as, as mad as I was about it. It made sense, and it mm-hmm. wasn't. It, it didn't feel cheap and exploitative, like like yes. women being written off shows often feels. Yeah, it felt very true to the time. It felt very true to to life. The to the situation, yeah. and I know you're talking about like, well, have them just go away, but like Sybil and Matthew, especially, are two characters that I could not envision them just leaving. Yeah, and not coming back. I could see Sybil and Branson leaving but he wasn't ready the actor who plays branson wasn't ready to go mm-hmm. and i don't co- i don't see sybil leaving him right you know and matthew i don't see matthew leaving mary after all they went through <laughs> <laughs> oh which was okay so moving on to mary then because oh okay, i'm gonna try not to make this about matthew but i just want to say quickly that i love matthew and that he was, mm-hmm. he was a fantastic character and dan stevens is just beautiful and lovely, and not just because my the first time I saw him in anything was in Eurovision when he was Alexander Lemtov. I love the that. line of love. I, you know, like, why would you 
kill him up. Okay. But it was a beautiful romance too though. Yes. Like I loved I loved their love story so much. Yes. Go ahead. Yeah, I but I thought he could do better because I don't like Mary. I don't like Mary. I, I she's I just find her so grating and obnoxious and she is just one of the snobbiest people on any TV show, short of her grandmother Violet. <laughs> like Violet really thinks This is thing. where you not watching the whole show comes into focus. Okay. <laughs> well but yeah, so she like in the three seasons that mattered. Yeah. <laughs> uh she was really snobby and she she put down people for uh, that's what snobbiness is just, uh, part of it is just putting down people for the smallest things and i there were some changes towards the end of season three and but i just didn't re- really feel like any change in her was about her wanting to change so much as everything is changing and she has to adapt mm-hmm. so it felt more like forced by external forces than driven by an internal awakening of whatever needs to be awakened for somebody to change yeah well and i think i think a lot of her character growth it's kind of the opposite of what we normally see a lot of mary's character growth comes after matthew dies Mm. because they went through so much like they went through so much and they're finally together and she has this baby and then her husband dies the love of her life dies and she has to navigate being a mother and and grieving and then trying to figure out what's going to happen with her home Mm-hmm. and her son's legacy and then there's a whole whole arc about as far as you know what's going to happen to downton now that the heir is gone but he has a son but his son's a baby yeah but mary is completely left out which of, was one of the most ridiculous things like oh but she's a girl sorry yeah well and it's even it's, and it's kind of brought to light a lot more when she's like well this is my son he was my husband and i don't have any authority until we find out that matthew basically like before he could finish his will because he did he died without a will mm. um but he had written down somewhere and put it in a book that he wanted mary to have everything oh good so then and but that it's still, kind like, of helps so her frustrating that it has to take something oh, like that absolutely <laughs> but it was but the fact that it was even something that was possible when the whole premise of the show was because they matthew only came on because they needed a male heir but so her kind of taking over Downton really gave her a sense of agency and it gave her something bigger. And she does grow a lot. She's still Mary. Like, she's still an asshole. <laughs> I like but to she see grows, that some things are consistent. Yes. But she grows a lot and she and you see a lot more vulnerability and, and she really trying to navigate dating. And, and you don't know about this storyline, but there's a storyline that involves Anna. Um, that's horrible. And awful, and I almost quit watching mm. because of it. But Mary is really is really there for Anna during one of Anna the most difficult times in Anna's life. And then, of course, it gets to be made not about Anna; it's made about her husband. Of oh, course, naturally, that's what we do to women. Mm. But she does grow a lot. But I I do feel like my favorite Mary, honestly, was Mary with Matthew. Just not even like her care. The two of them together. Mm-hmm was just he called her out so much and he challenged yes. her in so many different ways because he was not at all what she wanted for herself or for Downton. And he just, you know, he chipped away at all of those defenses. And I think watching her, though, grow as her own person after he dies outside of him was really nice to actually watch. 
unlike some people who never grow at all, except she does grow, but she still sucks. So <laughs> let's talk about Edith. I hate okay. Edith. Oh my God. Yeah. There were so many times where I was just like, how can somebody be so insufferable? Because that's what she is. She so is awful. insufferable. Like, and, and the thing is like, there are times when I want to like her because mm-hmm. she does get the crap end of the stick almost every time whether it's because, because she's the crap well yeah yeah whether it's because she's you know she's the middle one so nobody really is paying any attention to her or because she chooses to to be with somebody who just happens to be quite a bit older and her whole family basically like ruins and undermines her marriage before she even gets to be married and that was really awful but she's still such a pain she is so obnoxious and i just did not like her at all yeah it's it's like they take they give you these moments where you can feel not even like pity but i did pity her there are times that i did pity her oh my god but she's so awful that it would if whenever i get a little feeling of like oh that's like I can understand that she decides to, you know, completely throw Mary and Mary did the same thing. Mm -hmm. But, you know, Mary, Mary hooks up. I don't even think she necessarily slept with him. I can't remember if they got that far. But the dude who dies in Mary's (laughs) bed. Oh, yeah. And they they go through so much. They go through so much to hide it. She sexed him to death. She sexed him to death. And what was it? Was it Theo James who played that character? It doesn't. Either way, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. He was a very attractive man. And she sexed him to death. (laughs) And they do do so much Mm -hmm. to hide this. And then Edith gets mad that Mary, like, didn't pass her the toast or some shit. And Tell decides to spill the beans. And... Out of just pure spite and not even thinking, not even thinking for one second about the repercussions this would have on literally the entire family, including Including herself. herself. Yeah. (sighs) Because she's awful. Because she's Edith. And Edith is awful. She is awful. She also gets better after the third season. Like, she she falls in love with the dude. He gets killed by Nazis. Because, of course, he gets killed by Nazis when he goes to Germany. And she winds up pregnant with his baby. (gasps) (gasps) Yeah. So she has this illegitimate baby that she, you know, goes to the continent for a vacation (laughs) that lasts a year, comes back with no baby, but then is obsessive because she didn't want to give her baby up, but she had to do it for her name. And so they find a farmer that lives on the land and she's like, here, you raise my baby because I want to be able to still see it and da 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 so he and his wife start raising the baby. She decides to put a move on the husband who's a farmer. Oh, come on. Wait, is this the they same just couple kiss. from before? I think it might be. Oh, damn like it. Like, she goes and helps with the pigs and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah, same couple. <gasps> and so then she decides, after they've fallen in love with the baby, she wants the baby back. And then she takes the baby back. Oh. And then she's like, yeah, she's going to be my ward. I'll just say that she's my ward. And, and then finally she tells her family that, hey, this is actually my kid after she's nabbed herself another husband. But it's just like... She's the worst. She is I, the worst. Oh my god. She like and it's not even just with her and Mary. Like of the three of the sisters, Sybil was the only one who seemed to give a shit about people other than themselves and rising and bringing themselves up. Mary, I can kind of understand a little bit because of the time and that's what she was raised to do. She was raised to marry well and take care of her of her sisters. Mm-hmm. Like that was that was what women were supposed to do at the time. Edith just was miserable. She yeah. didn't get the attention. She wasn't gorgeous. 
like Mary. She wasn't vivacious and charming and lovely like Sybil. And rather than doing anything to make herself more interesting, yeah, she just she decides to just screw tear everybody, everybody else yeah. down. Oh, because she's awful. She's absolutely awful. And yeah, yeah. like any time that I wanted to feel sympathy for her in any way, she went and did something devious that completely mm-hmm. just made me hate her again. And I, I yeah. was like, you know, Edith, let me like you. And she wouldn't. Yeah. Like she gets left at the altar and I'm not like, oh my gosh, that's so heartbreaking for her. I'm like, well, maybe you shouldn't have been such a bitch to marry. Yes. <laughs> that's not to take, like, that's not to excuse Mary for her role in it or anything like that. But good Lord. Grumble, grumble. Anyway. Okay. <laughs> We're failing miserably, but I think we're also doing a pretty good job. So I want to hear who you're going to bed, what behead. All right. Hey, we're at 20 minutes. We're going to move this along. No side tangents, I just, God I, damn it. I just hope that one of your tangents has now been about how we're not staying on time, but we're kind of staying on time. All right. So. Yeah. Yeah. Fail, we're failing. Su- task failed successfully. Yay. Go us. Okay. So I'm going to bed Mary wed Sybil and behead Edith. Because it really okay. is just that simple for me. So what about you? Same. It was, it was the easiest <gasps> thing in the world to me. I, yeah. Well, I thought you were going to fight to marry Mary. I was like, this is going to be a showdown. Oh, no. Oh, thank God. Oh, thank absolutely God. not. It's the, the easiest decision. Was, uh, that I, I feel like this is part of, aside from you not watching all of it, <laughs> but part of the reason we wouldn't have done these sisters if it weren't for this quickie was Sybil is just too easy. It's too easy yeah. to marry Sybil. She's, she's, she's perfect. The unicorn in the family. She's amazing. Yeah. But Mary is... <sighs> I think Mary, if she sexes someone to death, that's something I want to experience. <laughs> Not the death that, part. No, but it was but just But I want that to good. see. I want to see. This man was like 26 yes. years old. Dead of a heart attack. And he or was not a exactly a virgin. So it's not like he died of shock to seeing a booby. He just no. keeled. Like they did he it just, and he boom. keeled and that was that. Yes. They very I mean, sexually, she by says the way. they didn't do it, but they mm, definitely did it. Come on. <laughs> come on, Mary. And and yeah, Edith was just is just insufferable. Yeah. Like I this wasn't even hard. This is fail. <laughs> That's part of why we did this for our quickie though, because it would not be hard. I did not guess you correctly though. I thought you would behead Mary. Oh because I know how insufferable you find Mary. Yes. I, I didn't realize that you found Edith more insufferable. I thought that was just me. <laughs> <laughs> and see, what I thought was going to happen was that you were going to behead Sybil because she died so young and we didn't really get to, to know much about her. And frankly, I was kind of banking on the other two having grown so much in the later seasons that it would have just made mm-hmm. more sense somehow. Of course, I didn't read anything about it because I was like, I'm sure she'll tell me. But like they both grow, but Edith is still the worst. She takes, <laughs> she gives people a baby to adopt and then takes her away <sighs> because she can, because she's awful. Yeah, because she can, and she's just the worst. I hate her so much. But yeah, I thought that, that you would somehow or another end up wedding Mary. No, <laughs> like if Sybil weren't in there, mm-hmm. then I st- I'm trying to think of who would have to be in there. I guess. Um, Oh my god, what's what's uh Lady Crowley's ladies' maids? Oh. The actress's name is Siobhan. Sarah O'Brien. Oh my if it god, O'Brien, O'Brien, then yes, I would marry Mary. <laughs> I would not marry oh, O'Brien. Oh, O'Brien was so awful. She was. 
someday when we do another quickie like this, we'll have to do the villains of Downton, yes. and we can talk about Thomas and O'Brien, yes. and then we'll find another villain that I can't think of off the top of my head. But it's going to be easy. We're not even going to fight, because we agreed. It's amazing. Yeah, so we're going to bed Mary to see what all the death sexting is about. <laughs> the sexy deathy. <laughs> I want to know. I, I need to know. I need to know. You would think that she would be like a bored, like very yes. cold English woman, English lady thing, but she killed a very young, very hot, very experienced, very experienced man with her hoo ha. And I need to see. I need to know. I need to know, I need what, to it's know what it's all about. Yes, and also we can't let <laughs> Edith live. So there you go. And we cannot. We cannot let Edith live. There can. I can't believe you think I would kill Sybil and let Edith live. I don't know. I thought there might be something revelatory in season like five. Never. <laughs> there never is. Season five, I think, is when she takes the baby. Jesus. <laughs> She's the worst. Either way, thanks for coming to our quickie. <laughs> we hope you enjoyed sitting there we, watching. We oh, never mind. That was creepier than I wanted it we to be. <laughs> We lasted longer than the. What was the diplomat? We lasted longer than the hot dude that Mary sexted to death. (laughs) Until next time, I'm Meg. And I'm Carla. And we're the the boobs. Bye! Thank you for listening to Bed, Wed, Behead. We'd love to hear from you. We are open to suggestions for more character trios, to your feedback, and in lieu of a celebratory bottle of wine, we also accept praise and adulation. You can find us on Twitter at bedwedbeheadpod, through our Instagram, bed.wed.behead.pod, on Facebook at bedwedbeheadpod, and you can also send us an email. That's bedwedbeheadpod at gmail.com. If you like what you hear, please leave a rating and subscribe to Bed, Wed, Behead on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your pod on. And don't forget to share us on your favorite social media. Thanks. Bye.